0: If you love where you live and love to help travelers, sign up now to be a circa concierge. Help out our users and earn tips for the knowledge you have about your own city or country. Head over to circatravel.com forward slash concierge and sign up today. Welcome
1: to Circa. Love the world you live in, and we'll help you explore it. All right, so is this your first time on radio? It is. <laughs> but you do have a voice for radio. Got a Listen face for radio. But a bing. I'll get in there early. All right. It's like the first time in a long time that we've done a misinformation.
2: And it's going to be the last. <laughs> I care about your family, and this is going to end your work forever. You know well, that, right? I
1: mean, we like came the- in here knowing that that was a danger. So there, there is the- one thing that I have to say, which is, okay. Katie, if you're listening, you might want to yeah. sit this one. You might <laughs> want to sit this one. There are things we think we know about places, but history, prejudice, stereotypes, and the viral nature of 24-hour news and social media has made common knowledge about faraway places even more twisted than ever.
0: Today on Passport, we try and clear up some of the outright lies of an entire country by doing what we do best, having a chat with somebody who actually knows what they're talking about.
1: Today on MisinfoNation, it's all cars, cappuccinos, carpaccio, and cannoli. Or is it? Today we head to that big, old, beautiful boot jutting into the Mediterranean Sea.
0: Italy. Giuseppe Verdi said you can keep the universe, just give me Italy. If you've ever been, you know instantly what he means. From the rugged Alps in the north, the gorgeous alpine lakes and glacier-carved valleys, to drop-dead gorgeous Tuscany, perhaps the best-known region, and beyond, Italy seems to have it all. The madness and romance of Rome, the pristine, perfectly
1: color-coded class and style of Milan, the rugged and rich and endlessly tasty islands of Sicily and Sardinia. The beauty, the passion, the football, the mafia, the architecture, the music, the wine, and of course,
0: the cuisine. Cliché-wise, Italy is a glaringly obvious choice for what we do here on the show. So we've called in our guest for the week, Milan-born photographer and dear friend, Dario Flores d'Arcais. And with Italy, he's staring straight at an open goal.
1: The stereotypes of Italy sometimes irk him. They sometimes make him laugh. But he has a real problem today with the outsider's view of Italy. Does this make you nervous?
2: It's like a torture box. (laughs) I mean... Oh, it's not for me. It's for my country, man. Right. So the problem for me with this is that there's no sense you do a misinformation about Italy. Ah, let's start there. For so many reasons. This is perfect. First reason is that all... Misconception, cliche, they're all true. So there's no (laughs) point of me being here
1: trying to deny or what. Well, this is what we're going to find
2: out. Is it 100% true?
1: Absolutely. Oh, God, I hope so. We're going to have a ball. If it is, we're going to have a
0: ball. All right, guys, that's it for this week. We'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) But is Dario right? Is the world right? Is Google right? Is it possible that every single cliche of one of Europe's most beautiful places ring true? Today on Misinformation, with this unstereotypical Italian, we're gonna find out. So, first things first, what does Dario think we're gonna ask him? Do Italians speak while they eat all the time? Oh, nice. It's true.
1: As I, as
2: I you, everything that I'm saying is true. <laughs> this is all it's confirmed. Just, I don't want to try to deny it. According to True Romance, which is an awesome movie by the way, Italians do share some blood and genes with Africans.
1: Okay. But yes,
2: it's true. Yes. Oh so, yeah, absolutely. I think this is the reason why we ended up being so fucking amazing. God damn. This is easy. Do Italians eat pasta all the time? Yes. <laughs> I mean, do, do I really want to deny it? No, we do. Where are we? So Italians do it better, you
0: know? <laughs> okay. it's just okay. a it's general just rule. General thing. Okay. We do have a section
2: that's actually, basically we that. Do.
0: That's fantastic. I know how that's going to go now. Yep.
2: Listen, it's like, it's a saying. Yeah. yeah. And this is wrong, actually. We are the best,
0: also at the worst. Like, <laughs> No, no, no. This is fucking true, guys. Oh my
2: god.
0: So you're amazing at being great and terrible in Ukraine. Yes.
2: Yes. Oh, that's the wow. definition of Italian. But you know I what? I completely agree. All right. Are all Italians related to mafia? Somehow? Sure. Yeah, we yeah. D- that's definitely on our the list. Sure. definitely are. <laughs>
1: no. I mean, in a Not way, even.
2: like if you think about the six degree separation, we are. Yeah. Okay. Even I think degree separation
0: <laughs> I guess you are this is uh, just just to be upfront about it, this is the other worry that I had about doing this was that Dario is just going to say yep true. <laughs> to <everything. laughs> but it is, <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm but I'm already
1: I want to ask more questions so this oh we is can decide. Dis- yeah. we can discuss but I, about
0: I, it. I'm excited about going for
1: a 100% true misinformation right if we can manage that that would be incredible
2: I'm pretty confident we can all right okay
1: with the confidence of Dario's prediction in our minds, we got into some background. We've known Dario for a long time, and we'd always pictured a well dressed kid growing up in Milan, church on Sunday, hair slicked over to one side, but it turns out that wasn't really the case. The world of high fashion was strictly off limits.
2: So, my parents, they're kind of uh, these leftist intellectuals. Okay. So, for them, anything that had a brand on it didn't have an acceptable. Unacceptable. I still remember my. A uh, 14th birthday. Okay. I asked for, <laughs> for a Ralph Lauren shirt. Yeah. Okay. That's the one with the horse. Yeah, the one yeah. with the horse, with the polo. And I opened the presents. I knew it was a shirt by feeling the... You could tell from yeah, the fabric, right? from the fabric. I opened it. And it was this shirt with a polo horse, but the brand was Oxer. And I like, what the fuck? Like, mom, come on, please. And I had to fake I was happy.
0: So I was crying. I had real tears of sadness and I pretended them to be like happiness. So somehow, without argument, without a question, without hesitation, totally unconsciously, we went straight to style. And it turns out it is incredibly important in Italy. Even a 14-year-old kid raised by lefty intellectuals who had evenings out with Noam Chomsky could tell us that. But hang on. Before we get to fashion, let's have a look at Italy.
1: This country of 60 million people is divided into 20 regions, five of which are autonomous, self-governed states. But what most people don't realize about Italy is that there are 34 spoken languages and dialects. 34. In a country the size of Arizona.
0: By way of the nature of the Roman Empire, a class system beyond comparison, and multiple divisions and fractures in the Latin language, Italy grew into a weird and diverse mess of regional tongues.
2: In Naples, they talk in a way that they only talk there. And
0: Can you understand it if you go there?
2: It's, it's hard, okay? Yeah. It's, really, it's really complicated. It's, it's a different language. Sicily, it's considered a different language. Yeah. Like, even like intellectually, like sure. on the books, it's considered a language. This is the main difference in Italy. Like you have
0: so many languages, so many people, and this is also what makes it nice, I guess. It's really diverse. A lot of the passion and competitive nature that we think of within the fiery Italian stereotype is probably based around the fact that tiny distances contain multitudes, including legendary rivalries between towns. Italy is divided by so many things. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, I got a word for it. Hang on. Campanilismo. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The Campania is the best. So we're divided, basically, we're arguing among the bells of the towers. Oh. So they're so close, it, it gives you an idea of what we're fighting on. <laughs> <laughs> so even from two different towers, already
0: there's a difference. There is an arguing, there is a gotcha. fight. Two, two different church towers and two different towers, bells. It's like, they're not the bells from my town, so fuck you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And it's everywhere, it's not really Italian. No. I wouldn't say this is really Italian. Misinformation.
1: Oh, well, but he's saying it's true. It's just true to the whole world. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah, right. So, So it's true. By the law of transition, the whole
1: world is Italy. By the law of transition, the whole world is Italy. There's an idea that Rome divides the north of Italy from the south, but also that Rome is not only the divider, but it's its own thing entirely. Now, Dario couldn't possibly define or didn't want to what made the North and the South stereotypically different. So I decided I'd have a go. I'm gonna try to get as stereotypical as possible. The South are lazy, criminal, potentially not very intelligent people.
2: Yeah, the worst stereotypes the worst stereotype you can is find is yeah.
1: what I'm saying right now. And then the North are kind of snooty, snobby, a bit higher than now fashionista, fashionista douchebags with big sunglasses.
2: Yeah. This would sum it up pretty pretty well. So. Thanks. <laughs> in terms of stereotypes, of course, which we want to find. We do, but we're not doing a very good job. <laughs> no, we're <not laughs> like failing I'm miserably. Sorry,
0: guys. And of course, this division of the country takes us straight back to style. Why are Italians so fashionable? That's a tough question because you see, you have different types of fashion in the
2: north. You have like. Posh kind of fashion, mm-hmm. which tends to uh, to be more classical, more with a color palette. Yeah. While in the south, you have the opposite. You have gold. You have Flash. Uh, uh, drawings, and
0: like it's about showing off. Right? Do they do fashion better than anyone? Of course. Would you say you do the worst fashion better than anyone else? Oh, oh yes! Nicely <laughs> done. Nice. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Absolutely. Uh, there's something about. Mid fifty-year-old Italian women's pants oh, that right. is just outstandingly bad, like like scream, screamy bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You mean like the jaguar thing yeah, texture, like, le- like le- le- leopard, 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 yeah, with yeah. A zebra jacket, yeah. or like, like gold lamé, yeah, sort changed. of golden. They all look like Patsy and Edwina from Absolutely Fabulous. Yeah, at a certain point, it just changes from like chic to just fuck it. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's probably a very long list of reasons why Italians always look good. But the top one might not be what you're thinking. Designers, artisans, craftsmen, sure. But the special ingredient to looking your best is living with your mama for a long, long time. Until you were 25 years old, you took all of your washing to your mom, right? (laughs) Oh, God. Jesus, Christ, I knew it. So is this a thing? Like, you, did you find it on the internet? No, 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 no.
1: This is a thing that we all know. And that I found on the internet. Oh, my God. No, this so is... It's a, this it's is, a, it's yeah. a huge
2: thing. Yeah. I wow. mean, from
1: all my Italian friends and the mama and the nonna. Jesus Christ. I already know from your body language that it's true.
2: Yeah. Fuck, it's true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How's this for a thoroughly depressing statistic? Around 25% of people from the ages of 30 to 40 still live with their parents. You got to make them happy. And the only way to do that, it would seem, is to stay with them forever.
2: I've lived with my parents until I was 23. That sounds young for Italy. Oh, it's, I was like the only one living. Wow. Everybody was like, oh, you're living? Oh my God, how, do, how are you doing? And like, uh, like all, all my friends stayed until they were like 30. Right. I know people that are... Forty, fifty, living with the parents, but the main reason is if I live with my parents, besides having your clothes washed and whatnot, I can actually buy a nice car. Mm-hmm. Pleasing your parents is really, annoying, yeah, I guess so. Do you still have it? I think I cannot avoid it. Like, okay. there's no way, even after years of therapy, you cannot <laughs> avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> one of those
0: of those things. Man. It's definitely not an English thing.
1: Latin America has its own version of the mom thing, but it's different than the Italian thing because the Italian thing is like, as an outsider, feels like a love affair.
2: It is. It you is.
1: Know, when things are going well, when things are going bad, it's, the intensity is high.
0: Yeah. It's Greek drama. Yes. Looking good, male grooming, branded everything are things that we can't help but think about when it comes to the Italians. But Dario also takes this "look your best" national mantra back to something a little more lofty, a little more psychological.
2: You don't want to show your 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 weak side. This also has to do with the Machiavellic
0: you know, thing that people think we have—saying one thing and thinking yeah. something completely different.
2: Which is true, also. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say. <laughs> I remember, like, the first year I came here and I was talking with my cousin's wife, who's Catalan. Yeah. And she was like, I cannot understand why you you Italians always say one thing, but think another one. Uh, And I was like, well, it's not, like, completely true. But then I was thinking, yeah, fuck, we are like this. We totally are.
1: So amongst all this opposed closeness and sleight of hand... There is, of course, another family in Italy. La Cosa Nostra, the mafia. So your subconscious here would generally head to New York or New Jersey. I mean, such is the power of Italy's most potent and controversial export and the silver screened life of the
0: mob. But here, specifically in Sicily and the south of the country, the mafia has existed, shaken down, and terrorized the country since the mid 17th century in some form or another. And by the early to mid-1900s, the crime syndicate had crept into every corner of the country. It's fallen off over the last two decades. But even still, today, everyone's involved, right? How many members of your family are in the mafia?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, may, it depends on what you mean by mafia. The, the mafia that people think about, the organized crime in Italy. That really doesn't exist anymore. The right. mafia is in finance now. And no, I'm not connected to the Mafia at all. This is what makes me an unusual Italian also. (laughs) I have no connection with Mafia. I almost believe you. I am the only one. (laughs) I'm the exception that confirms the rule. Uh-huh. Okay, so? So, so? Is this misinformation? Oh,
1: God. Yes. Oh. Ah, We got one. And then, Dario gave us the lowdown. His own ideology of the small-time crook. And we felt like we were suddenly in a gangster movie.
2: At some point during your life, you have two options. The hard way, which is the legitimate, bureaucratic way. And then you have the easy way, which also sometimes can be the pragmatic way. You have a problem, how do you solve it? Okay, your moral will, will tell you, go the hard way. But at some point, you just have to do it the easy way just to get it done.
1: It sounds like It sounds scary as fuck (laughs) Is he trying to get us In the mafia right now? (laughs) I
0: feel like I'm about to be beaten to death With a telephone
1: (laughs) These underhanded dealings Taking the easy way Money under the table There's a thought from Dario that this quote unquote Easy way Just came from pure frustration Frustration at one thing Bureaucracy It's an art form in Europe, but like we already know, the Italians do it better than anyone.
2: Italian bureaucracy is the worst in the world. Like, compared to it, Russian (laughs) is... What I imagine Russian bureaucracy is, is nothing.
1: So is it the kind of thing like you go to an office and they're like, you need three photocopies of the specific document that you have to get from this office that's in a different county? and
2: Then you have to call the other office to get the permission to contact the right office and then come back here in three weeks.
1: You know, <laughs> this is stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I don't know why. The world is baffled too. Just Google bureaucratic
0: horror stories in Italy. It's astounding. (laughs) The Mafia is one thing. But when it comes to the world that has gripped, controlled, destroyed, heartbroken, and elated an entire nation, there's really only one thing. And that thing is football. Every single Italian is crazy about the beautiful game. So we were certain we had him. We were positive that we had the only Italian non football fan in the world sitting right in front of us. We've known Dario for about eight years, and he has never, not once, mentioned football. So, misinformation, here we come. You're obviously a crazy football fan. Of course. Of course, guys. He can't even like say, it. you can't say I it's not <laughs> I
1: don't believe <laughs> it's you for a second. Like
0: <laughs> Who's your team? AC Milan. Who's the manager?
2: Pioli. <laughs> Who's their Forward. It's the god Ibrahimović. <laughs> Everybody knows that. What are their back four? Okay, it's Romagnoli, then it's Are you Scalaia.
1: fucking serious? Come on, guys. Are you, are you serious? crazy. You're a closet
0: football Schiara fan. Open.
1: Of course, guys. Oh, my God.
0: That just weirded me out. I thought he was <laughs> totally
1: chumping us.
2: It's totally true. It's super strong. And this is one of the thing that is the rivalry between the cities among the teams. Is, it's amazing. It finds itself like it's an explosion. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: It's a so it's unavoidable. Absolutely. So w- how did they do their last match? We won. We this, actually won the was, derby.
2: What was the score? We won two one against against <laughs> Inter Neil is in the Milan derby. Neil is now searching on the
1: internet to confirm so or deny to see if Dario p- right? <laughs> no, is actually messing with us. It was actually so Neil is now sad. I'm just weird. Dario, I like, I don't convinced. find many like kindred
0: was, unsporty spirits. I in I was Europe.
1: convinced that he was not like that. You had no football in you. It's insane, man. You, you been li- choose your friends, to according and... to the teams
2: they are for. What? Wow! I have only one friend that is from Inter the other. Wow. It's hard to have a relationship when you hate each other so you're much. You're really on, on serious. Absolutely.
1: Did your Milan uh, love come from your dad?
2: Yeah. He okay. took me to the stadium when I was eight. And I remember it was us and uh, another kid with his dad. I, I heard that the crowd was shouting like insults to the... Uh, to the other theme, which is Bafanculo, which is like a bad word, yeah. but I started to sing it. My dad turned and said, "Yeah, you can do it." And the other <laughs> kid started to sing also, and his dad slapped him. Like, You're not allowed <laughs> to say this shit. You know? So, but this
0: was my father. You know? I just been lying to me for years. I'm so upset. <laughs> but he hasn't. He has a,
1: If if I was doing like one of those like um, why I had a Usual Suspects moment where I was trying to <laughs> think of all the times we've sat and talked. We've never talked about football.
2: I have friends just for that. Outside of that, we're not. I wouldn't consider them friends. But inside football, I know they would cover my ass in any situation. It's, it's a weird thing. Oh, man. I feel better now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> After the break, graph paper, superstition, Italian weather girls, exorcists, and food, glorious food. We'll see you in a minute with much, much more.
0: Hi, everyone. Circa is recruiting new concierges. A Circa concierge is a friend to ask anywhere in the world. Real people on the ground, never bots. If you want to be a concierge for your city, go to circatravel.com to sign up. We were thinking deeply about Italy for a good few weeks before sitting down with Dario, gathering odds and ends for our chat. And producer Harry Stott mentioned to us to be sure to ask why all the paper in Italy is graph paper, you know,
1: squared paper. Why are you guys all using squared paper notebooks? Why? Why? Why not? Wh- but what's what is the point of a squared paper notebook? It's
2: perfect, but not for writing. What? Every word, every number can be inside the square. It's just fucking perfect. (laughs) Why not? Like, why have lines or or not even anything? That's the worst thing ever. Guys, like, really? (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's it's just for, like, box write. Like, if you're learning how to do an M and you're six. It's just to be
1: organized. But doesn't it annoy you to look at the squared paper when you're writing? It's the opposite, actually.
2: If you give me a paper that is not uh, squared, I freak out, kind of. And an empty one, like blank, blank page, is, 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 it's, it's a, a nightmare. It's, like, <laughs> I get anxious just <laughs> thinking about it. I never thought about it, but I cannot uh, conceive a world without like a square notebook. Amazing. Jesus.
1: An American friend of Dario's once told him that Italians need guidelines, or else it's chaos. Hence, squared paper notebooks. You learn something new every day. Italy actually has guidelines for everything, which come in the guise of sayings, superstitions, hand gestures, and Dario is quite a superstitious person. But maybe a little embarrassed about
0: it. I know that you're kind of a superstitious person. Oh, right.
2: fuck. How do, you, how, how do you know?
0: I never I, I mean, we never talked about it. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: We, there was a period of time where you were gambling based on the fecal shape of your dog. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, your dogs would Isn't take that... shits, and you would
0: you take would photograph notes. Photograph them and take notes. Oh, I mean, it was deep. Like you were serious, this, into but, this. Ju- but just for the lottery.
2: This is not superstition.
0: Superstition is bad luck.
2: This is just gambling. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is everyday gambling. I
0: mean, it it's takes m- it's, it's more a about difference. the weirdness of the method. <laughs> exactly. Very okay. specific.
2: Okay, just think that uh, since the dawn of times, men have been thinking or uh, to find the link between what happens, like yeah. real facts, and and stuff he have dreamt about or have seen, you know. Sure. This kind of stuff. So you basically put this in lottery. It's as, as easy as that. <laughs>
1: He makes it sound reasonable. <laughs> it's, like, it's fucking so, reasonable. It's, like, it's so, fucking you know, logic. The, the
0: link between your conscious and subconscious mind is just that. It's just, it's just that. With dog shit it's Just the lottery. You reach I mean, out, my,
1: outside of your brain into uh, the ether.
0: Okay, the dog shit is just my case. I'm ah. sure
2: like, there are people that see Jesus in a, in a toast? <laughs> or Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. That's it?
0: Dario has never seen Jesus or Elvis on a piece of toast. But he has also never won the lottery. Anyway, we decided to hit him with a series of Italian superstitions to see just how deep into this stuff he was. Never take a bath when you're sick.
2: Never heard of it. Cool. Excellent. We got one.
0: <laughs> 17 is
1: unlucky. Fuck yes. <laughs> What's up with 17? I don't know. All right. Because you guys
0: have Friday the 17th. Right? Yeah, of course. Friday the 17th yeah. is the day where you I don't know where that it comes from.
1: Yeah. Is the
0: movie Friday the 13th, Friday the 17th? Friday <laughs> the no. 17th in Italy?
2: They kept it, but everybody's thinking
0: like, why? <laughs> <laughs> never turn a loaf of bread upside down. Never heard of it. Never put a hat on the bed. Oof, never heard of it. Nice.
1: That's straight from uh, Drugstore Cowboy, too. Yeah.
0: Drugstore Cowboy, yeah. Uh, touch iron to avoid bad luck. Of course. <laughs> What is it? No, touch a fer- ferro? Yeah. Touch ferro. ferro. But
2: uh, normally it would be the genitals. Excuse me. Yeah, you touch your genitals against bad luck. If you're a woman, your
0: left breast. To ward off bad luck, if you're a man, you touch your balls. If you're a woman, your right breast. And the worst thing to see, the worst bad luck, well, if you're
2: going to train and there is a nun. Mm-hmm. You touch your balls. Excuse me? <laughs> because it's bad luck? It's like a black cat?
1: Absolutely. What? You know, like, take this from the point of view of the nun for a second. Yeah. She's going on public transport. People are just what touching their... Him?
2: Oh, she knows. Really? Yeah. Just Can you explain it? The uh, word for, uh, that describes bad luck in Italian yeah. is sfiga. S-F-I-G-A. Yeah. Sfiga. The word for pussy is figa. is figa. Yeah. So sfiga, every word in Italian that uh, y- if you put a letter S on b- at the beginning of it, yeah. it becomes negative. Oh. So me, uh, literally, it means uh, the absence of pussy. Oh so if there's my no pussy, God. there's no luck. What? You know, this is the connection.
1: None is the absence. Is the absence of, of vagina. Absence. Yeah.
2: Unless she's really super hot, <laughs> <laughs> which is really rare.
0: Well, it's rare and spectacular when it happens. It is, yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing better than. <laughs> I mean, it's top five. But when it happens, oh my god, you will try everything. Oh, absolutely. On no, that train
2: trip, you will ruin your life <laughs> to try to <laughs> go underneath the best for sure.
1: I, we finally I'm so did it. So happy we got to hot nuns. <laughs> Oof. So Italians do it better, even if it's being the worst. Could the phrase which Dario wanted to live this show by be broken? We put him straight down to the test. Does Italy do these things better than anywhere else in the world? Ready?
2: Ready. Coffee. No. Oh, <gasps> oh
1: no, the phonation.
2: <laughs> Most of the people that I know, they do this burnt broth and it's not good. And they're so wrong, I gotta say that. Oh, we got huh? one.
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. Aperitivo. Of course, aperitivo. <laughs> there's no aperitivo in any other place in the world. Like in Italy, you ask for a cocktail and then they bring you a lot of food with it. So and they treat you in a way that I haven't found anywhere. So wow. do
1: Italians do it better? Suits?
2: Yes, but we share the mystery with the English. Damn right. In terms, okay, okay, so Shut up, Australia. In terms of taste, yeah, there's no like we, I, I share the taste with the English, but in terms of uh, artigianato, how do you call it, like craftsmanship, craftsmanship, we do it better.
0: Sunglasses,
2: Oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're the best. Pasta. This is not a question. This is a statement, and it's a fact, and it cannot be denied. Beaches. No, no. Nah. Who says that? Google says that. Greece has the wow top list. Misinformation. There you go. Italy makes the
1: best cars.
2: Okay, here's the thing. Depends what you're looking for. <laughs> 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 if you're looking for something that will get you cheeks and will make amazing noise that sounds like music and will go fast as hell, yeah. Then yes. All right. Otherwise, it, I would go German all the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Ice cream. Mm.
2: Of course. Come on. Any other place that can even get close to it. What is it? Just name it. There's not. All right. Pizza. There's nothing else besides Italian pizza. New York, Chicago pizza is not a thing. I was going to ask you. No, that's my next question. That's not pizza. That's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's pizza, but it's, it's, it's good, but it's not like anything close to what it's real Italian pizza. All right. By the way, I have to say, you can only eat it, create Italian pizza in a few places. Oh. So don't imagine that you go to Italy and you, any place you go to eat pizza is going to be great. So where can it's I get not, good pizza? Normally, you would go to the south.
0: Normally, you would go to Naples. Right. And is there a difference between north pizza and south pizza? Uh,
2: maybe northern pizza is more experimental, more gourmet style. Okay. While Napolitan pizza is got to be that and that only. So the last but not
1: least... Italians are the best at sex. (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: God! Is it a real question? Yeah. You should ask my wife. (laughs) Oh God! My wife, as she says no. (laughs) Oh God! Should we call her? Moment that we call her. (laughs) Just the moment we call Martina and ask her this question. Probably we shouldn't. (laughs) But the thing is,
2: I remember when I was thirteen. Yeah. In England, a summer, I got introduced to this this girl and uh, presented myself as an Italian and said, "Oh my God, I love Italian boys." Like, with a really lusty yeah, yeah. horny voice. and Thirsty, as and the I thought, kids say. <laughs> Thirsty, yeah. And I was like, why is it? Because we want to prove every time, all the time, that we are the best. Ah. So we, so we you, make every fucking you make effort, effort possible right. to show that we are the best. You you try, even if we're really not. Hard. Right. She looks this like Ricky
0: Gervais, <laughs> but I'm going to make this work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is going so long. So I got wrong. the
1: cream.
0: This outsider image of the lusting Latin Lothario and the dangerous but probably crazy Mediterranean beauty has been a staple in romantic comedies the world over since the talkies. There's something pretty damn sexy about the Mediterranean lifestyle and people in general. The openness and the food and the wine doesn't do anything to hurt it. But something else about Italy really Really stands out is being incredibly and oddly sexual. The weather, Italian weather girls. Yeah, man, what is going on? <laughs> like, <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? I mean, is this the question? Wait, yeah, oh, that that is okay. the question. I mean, generally people forward facing on the television they're attractive, okay, okay. but but it, uh, like in Italy, it's, like, it's, let, it's, let me stop it's obscene. you. Let it's me like stop you like because I, I
2: know, I know where this is going. <laughs> I know what you want to talk about. So let's just fucking do it. It's weird. It's just. We want to talk about Berlusconi.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He had us there. Of course, we wanted to talk about Silvio Berlusconi, a right-leaning, tax-dodging, womanizing media tycoon with a populist style and a brash personality and no political experience who became the most powerful man in the country. Sound familiar? the pink flamingo in the room the,
2: <laughs> the hot weather girls maybe or actually from the uh, trials it's actually pretty clear that they participated in bunga bunga <laughs> <laughs> or as you call it bunga
0: bunga <laughs> so yes so weather girls wow. are, have already been couched for bunga bunga clubs and they get like siphoned off into television weather girls <laughs> of course well what's the,
1: what's the chicken and the egg so do you end up so you...
2: this is something really old like it was like this before Bunga Bunga. So before he, Berlusconi. I think that the Weather Girls yeah. comes with Berlusconi. Oh, wow. Yeah. The TV before Berlusconi wasn't like this.
1: Right, because Berlusconi was a TV guy.
2: He's like, how do we pep this up? Yeah, uh-huh. so he came and he said, okay, let's put some American pepper to it, you know? Right. Like, so let's make it sexy. Let's make it...
0: She you look good on green?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here you go. But wait, my question is, isn't it like this in all over the world? No. No.
0: Alright, let's get out of the dark. Almost smack bang in the middle of Italy is something truly unique to the world. Another country. A tiny country, which is about 0.2 square miles, just to the west of Rome. It's the smallest country in the world.
1: There's an ATM with instructions in Latin. It owns a telescope in Arizona, USA. It has its own army and football team. It drinks more wine per capita than anywhere else in the world. And it hates
0: the Beatles. We're talking, of course, about Vatican City. Formed in the 4th century, a place of pilgrimage and the seat of the Catholic Church. It became a sovereign nation in 1929... And obviously, Italians are super proud of it. In the middle of your country,
1: you have this other country filled with dudes that wear kind of like red shoes and funny hats. No offense. Thing.
2: This is not Italy. It's another country. But
1: you don't feel yeah. that it's part of Italy.
2: Not yeah. at all. I mean, just think about the guards. They're Swiss. Yeah. The army is Swiss. Yeah. I would say at least 50%. Mm-hmm. Just stay with low numbers. It's not from Italy. Yeah. So, I don't know I mean, the Pope is Argentinian Can
1: it's I say this?
2: It's By the way, I time. like the guy, I gotta say
1: Yeah, no, he's alright As far as folks as far have gone goes, <laughs> uh,
0: he's,
2: he's like
1: number, number th- three He's got a sense of humor So he that's really has You have to, be, yeah. uh, to wear that outfit <laughs> <laughs> Around 80% of the population of Italy are Catholic It also has the largest number of parishes and priests in the world Rome alone has 900 churches, and where there's God, there's the devil. And that is always
0: more interesting. Half a million people every year in Italy go to or have exorcisms. I I thought it was
2: more, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Only half a million.
0: Those people are play
2: acting to pass as Catholics. Catholicism is really about the form. Right, you have right. to do things. You have to say the exact words. Right. Otherwise, it doesn't count. Yeah. And basically, exorcism is the, the same thing on the opposite way. Like to reject the devil, they behave like proper Christians. It's just right. they're following the form of it, they're ticking the box. They're ticking the box. And so I would say a lot of people are doing that. But it's something that's really so much radicated in the, in the culture that you, you don't even think about it unless someone asks you. And then you realize you're fucked up. <laughs> that's what we are, as Italians.
0: Carbonara, Parmesan, Tagliatelle, Gnocchi, Lasagna, Tirumisu, Porcetta, Mozzarella, Prosciutto, Gelato, Pizza, Focaccia. There is no other European country which has taken over so many menus. And that's tough competition. Everyone everywhere knows all of the things we've just
1: listed and hundreds more Italian dishes and creations. Dario, too. And then some. He's a foodie like no other.
2: Nobody knows nothing about Italian food. I'm going to tell you this real thing. I mean, you can find recipes in the old Roman classics yeah. about like the way they, they used to feast with food. It's been something that's been around all the time and with really weird and specific recipes. And so pizza pasta is just really a small part of it. The Italian tradition is way,
0: way, way more complicated than that. I don't want to give him a big head, but Dario's knowledge of food is pretty amazing. He owns a fridge just for cheeses. We'll just leave it at that. So we tried to
1: get him on a few... um Lesser-known dishes. The first one, queso
2: marzo. Queso Oh, my God. It's illegal now, you know. Is it really? What? It's illegal. No, we were it's talking completely about completely illegal. What is it? It's rotten cheese. Yeah. You expose it to flies. Uh-huh. So they make... Maggots. 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 Oh. Make it in the oh, man. And then, and after then a while, dead. you eat it. I got to say, I mean, never tried it. Yeah. But everybody who has tried it has said, it's fucking amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Lampredotto. Yeah, it's basically interiors. 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 like what? Of, I think it's cow, mainly. Just slow cooked tomatoes, herbs, spices, and in the end you make a sandwich out of it. And? And it's really good. Panica Meusa? Ah, Panica Meusa. American. This is Sicilian. So you have to understand, I'm from the north. So every time you're presenting these things, it's... But this is the, like uh, a sand- sandwich. sandwich yeah. right. It wouldn't be my first choice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've got to be honest here. Dario was going to get all of these right. He's super serious about food, and we were starving. So we pretty much gave up. Sorry. Everyone knows... That there aren't many places on the planet that can touch Italy for food. I once cooked a tomato, garlic, chili and basil fettuccine in an apartment on the Amalfi coast. It's the best thing I've ever eaten. I've been chasing that forever. Everything there just seems to taste better, fuller and richer. But as we know, Italians are also the best at being the worst.
1: So we thought we'd go straight for the one thing that Italians are great at insulting people. Here's a speed round of pretty rude phrases and me and Neil destroying the Italian language. A caso di carne.
2: A
0: cazzo? That's <laughs> double Z, no? Yeah, a cazzo. Uh, cazzo.
2: A cazzo di cane. All right. This is a really good one. A cazzo di carne. Oh god. <laughs> Look how he, he this just is like a like phrase that explains the old Italian bureaucracy. It means literally dog's cock style. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like it's, like it's really done badly. Di- it's disaster. like, yeah, it's not like done properly. Cagare in mano. Uh, this is like uh, shit in your ha- own hands. <laughs> exactly. It means like being really afraid of something. <laughs> no this, uh,
1: what do you mean, no? Well, I know what it means, but I don't understand the situation where I'm so like scared. You,
2: you're trying to hold it there, but it's... <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> you're no, trying, you're I try just to, understood. More fearful. I just understood. Just don't so my hands are literally on my ass. You try to stop it, right. but no. It's just, impossible. Your hands are covered.
0: Avere i coglioni pieni.
2: Avere i coglioni pieni, yeah. You, you, your balls are full. Your balls are full. Your balls are full. Balls are full. <laughs> it means, like... When you're talking with someone and you're so fed up, like my balls are full, like, yeah, I cannot have it anymore. I can't take this guy. Yeah, gira, che ti rigira? Gira che rigira?
1: Il cetriolo va in culo al artolano.
2: What? I it's the first time I hear it. It means round and round the <laughs> cucumber goes in the ass of the of the shopkeeper. So. Uh, So So basically I think it means whatever you do in the end you're gonna pay for it (laughs) (laughs) so Like Why do you find this? It's the first time I
0: hear it And the internet's a wonderful place You're welcome
2: (laughs) I'd put money on the fact that
1: Dario is a guy who's been insulted all over the world but maybe not by that many shopkeepers or cucumbers
0: Well there are only a few things left on our list. So first, as always, in misinformation, national pride. Are you proud of being Italian?
2: What is it being Italian? Like you can be labeled as someone who's really pretending and dressing in a way that is showing off. And so so people try to think if you're Italian, you want one thing. But Italy is so diverse, right? So diverse. It's really
1: you cannot label it. There's you within Italy, like wh- who you are within your own country, and then who you are when you're outside of your own country. Like you get to be a time when you're not in Italy, and when you're in Italy, you're Milanese.
2: All the time you're uncomfortable because yeah. uh, as. I was born in Milan, but my parents weren't from Milan. So the kids that were from Milan, they would uh, mock me up for from, uh, from my accent, for the way I was talking. So I adapted my dialect to the Milan type. And outside, like, they would say Italy, oh yeah, of course, I love Naples. I'm from the fucking north, it's like 1,000 kilometers. Like, it's not even close, like, it's two different countries. So right. it doesn't really make sense. If you want to know stuff from Italy, I will welcome you and, and talk you through a lot of stuff, like you can understand a lot of, a lot of stuff from of the culture, through food especially. But otherwise it's so huge, like nobody knows.
1: The judges here at Passport do know. And according to our account, in the nearly four hour conversation, yeah seriously, the world's idea of Italy, according to Dario, is about 88% correct. Congratulations Italy. We didn't quite get to 100%, but we definitely have a new winner or loser, depending I guess on on how you look at it.
0: As an unstereotypical Italian telling us all of these things about Italy are true, <laughs> does that mean that you're telling us a complete lie and you're thinking the other thing <laughs> exactly. like are you walking misinformation? Uh.
2: i'm basically suggesting in a, in another way in a hidden way that you should look for like really specific small stories about italy and that nice. is the way to discover something nice otherwise it's just a fucking postcard
1: <sighs>
2: <laughs> uh,
1: so of course italy is stylish it is beautiful, but it's diverse also. It is more than just a postcard, but if it's a postcard you want, it's got that too, in spades. It's both surface and hidden, almost everything right there on the table and maybe a little underneath. Because remember, there's Italy the easy way and there's Italy the hard way. Or maybe all of this is nonsense because Italians are always saying one thing
0: and thinking the other. But we digress. Basically, Italy, just as we suspected, is filled with division and rivalry, togetherness and family. Mama's boys, nice suits, fast cars. It's crammed with endless arguments about important and meaningless things, sometimes at exactly the same time. It's both superstitious and traditional, trendy yet garish, even the simplest things can be so, so complicated. It's obsessed with football and food and squared paper, but also with terrible sunglasses, skin-tight animal print leggings, dog poop, and the lottery. It is the best at everything, even if that is the worst.
2: The beautiful things are such a cliché that you end up like, oh come on, really? (laughs) But then, yeah, at some point, it doesn't mean they are not true, even though they are cliché. Yeah, no, we they're need, really need cliché to have cliché, yeah. I guess so.
0: This is a cliché, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this week's saved pins are Dario's picks of some of his favorite spots around the whole of Italy. They are mostly borderlands, o terre de confine, a little off the beaten track, where he insists you can only find the real Italy. Number one is Passo dello Stelvio.
1: It's the world's most beautiful road. From the Alps going south, stop anywhere in Valtellina to eat one of Italy's best and unknown dishes, pizzo
0: Number two, Carrara. A decaying jewel, white and gray marble caves in the Tuscan region. Eat a gnam gnam at Tognozzi's or a farinata. It's a flour flatbread inside a pizza, inside a focaccia. Mhm. Number
1: 3 is any place of your choice in the region of Friuli Venezia Giulia. It shares a border with Slovenia and Austria, and there you can find the best natural
0: wine in the entire world. Period. Number 4, Ginostra or any other remote and wild island from the Aeolian archipelago. Don't bring your mobile and forget about everything.
1: And finally,
0: number five,
1: Sardegna, birthplace of Dario's ancestors, famous for shepherds. Italians forget that it's part of the country, literally. There are maps where it doesn't even exist. Sardinians sometimes consider themselves as another nationality. For some reason, Americans think it's better to go to Sicily. But go see the Mamutones festival and eat a slowly fire-roasted
0: suckling pig and you'll never want to go anywhere else. That's it for this week, guys. We'll see you in two weeks. Follow us on all social media or visit us at FrequencyMachine.com. We'll see you in two weeks. This episode of Passport was written and produced by myself and Andres Bartos. Huge thanks to Dario Flores d'Arcais for all of his thoughts on Italy and for keeping the fact that he's a football fan secret for all these years. The show is mixed and mastered by Julian Kuzneski. Eliza Engel is our production assistant. Stacey Book, Dominic Ferrari and Avi Glijanski would never go against the family. They also executive produced the show, which is hosted by me, Neil Innes, and a man who, as far back as he can remember, has always wanted to be a gangster, Andres Bartos. We'll see you in the next place.